Hey, what's up? It's Jayella, and this is One Mic. One for my money, two for my woes, and three for them people who let us up in the dough. Cause if we gotta cause a scene, I promise we'll put on a show. They think they've had enough, we turn around and give them up. Hey guys, so I'm back. I took a week off, but I'm back now. And I just needed some much needed time to myself. I've been going crazy trying to plan this release party slash birthday party. Trying to figure out the venue, the food. The decor, my dress, it's just been a lot. And I just needed some time to focus on that. So I took a week off. But before I even get into this episode, a lot has happened. Tiana Taylor was named the sexiest woman alive in the Maxim magazine. And she said that she said that she had just dropped off her daughter. She had showed up to the shoot, didn't even do her hair, didn't even do her makeup. Came in with sweats on and a hat or a beanie. And the photographer is like, oh, yes, that right there. that That's it. That's the look. They want to shoot that. So you're telling me her just waking up, throwing something on, you name, you name her the sexiest woman alive? And not to mention, Tiana Taylor, first of all, she's beautiful. Flawless skin. Her body is ideal. Even when she did the fade music video, she was like, oh, you know, I don't work out. I eat junk food. I don't really know how I have this body. I mean, I just dance. That's it. And I'm just like, girl, I'm sitting here eating grass and grapes like there's no tomorrow. And you're going to tell me you just woke up like that? Even her skin. Her skin is flawless. A couple years ago, she dropped her skin routine. And I brought the products. And it must only work for her skin because it did nothing for mine. So either I was too eager to see results, and I thought I was going to see results within the first two days, and I didn't, or they made that specifically for her skin and only hers. But Tiana, I mean, it's kudos to her, because she is definitely beautiful. That title, Sexiest Woman Alive, I see that. But still, sis, it ain't fair. But anyway, it's talking about my release. I just released the artwork on my Instagram. If you guys haven't seen it, you can go and check it out at j.lla. You know, it just makes me a little antsy and a little nervous and anxious for it to drop. I'm actually, as far as excited, I'm actually a lot more excited to perform these songs than I am for them actually to drop. Because I just, there's something about a live performance that just makes the song hit a little different. I know for myself, I can hear a song, but once I see how the artist interpretates it and how they perform it, it makes me like the song even more. It's just like when Beyonce goes on tour and she redoes, you know, her songs from Destiny's Child or just her older songs, and she performs those live. I like that version more than I like the actual song. And the song is still dope. So to me, I feel like I'm excited to perform it, to... um show people you know my interpretation of the song and i just hope people feel it the way i feel it so i'm really excited about june 15th project is called the safe space and it's eight songs this project definitely feels like the end of a chapter and the beginning of something the beginning of a chapter so I, i'm definitely excited to see what comes from this 
sign myself up to perform at another event the very next day because I'm just trying to push myself, push the songs, push myself out there. But I'm really excited to perform these songs. I feel like I got some good ones coming up. Um, I, I was talking to one of my, my friends, one of my friends the other day about the status of female hip-hop right now. And Megan actually just dropped a song called um, Thought Shit, which I already know is will be the song of the summer because it's Megan. And that's the kind of energy everybody is on right now. It, it was a cool... The video kind of made the song for me. It was a good video. Another person dropping music, Doja Cat. She's dropped a new song, and she's dropping a project on the 26th. I do enjoy um, her music. I think that she's super creative, super talented. And I think she doesn't get enough credit, you know. And I know lately a lot of her songs has been pop singing records. But the girl can rap. Like, she's she can rap. She's a little out the box with it, but she can rap. So I'm excited for her new project to drop because I really loved her last one. I really did. And she did numbers from her last project. Because most of the music besides the song with SZA, most of her music has been from that project. So I feel like she's doing her thing. But yeah, as far as female hip hop right now, um, it's 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 like this. It's dope that so many women are able to come into the game and do their thing. It's so many women who are winning right now. And it's dope to be able to see that because we remember a time where not too long ago it was really just Nikki. So it's nice that it's a little more acceptance of other women being able to dominate in the hip-hop field. So it's nice to be able to see that, but the content just hasn't been different. It's been the same content to me. It's been the same... Everybody's singing and rapping about the same thing, and it just gets a little bit redundant. And I, I'm just... I'm not... Not that I'm not impressed. I love the, I love the wave of it right now, and I love what it's doing right now. I just feel like there needs to be a little more of a balance of something else. We need some type of diversity in it. Like It's girls out here like Tierra Wack and Chica who have great content, who are super creative as well, but because they don't really match the look, quote-unquote, on what is acceptable as female hip-hop, um, they're not really getting the recognition. And that's what I want to see. I want to see more... I want to see a different representation of female hip-hop. I want to see... Like, and as far as the male rappers, we have, we could have um, a Corday, and we could have Anderson Pack and also have a Drake, and we could have a Dirk and Baby, but in female hip-hop, it's like there's one standard. As far as success, there's one way to be successful. And if it's not that, then it's not, it's not that really going to go mainstream. It's kind of whack to me. Which is also why I cling to Doja Cat so much, because, yes, yeah, she does kind of fit a look she's very you know unique and i like that and so that's why i like her music and i like that someone else is getting some type of shine even though people a lot of people are leaving her as a r&b artist because she's been singing a lot but i like that she's in her own lane and doing her own thing and it's different from what's the norm when it comes to female hip-hop now as far as me so june 15 with this project i definitely try myself a little bit to not only make a song and with the help of the producer on the project as well 
you know, just helping me put together a song, not just getting on a beat and rapping all the way through, but just being able to actually sit down and write a song. So it's, I'm, I'm happy about that. And I'm happy that I'm able to try out different lanes as well. Like I'm able to tap into a little more sensual side of me. I'm able to tap into a little more, you know, a sexual side of me. I was able to tap into a softer side of me. And then I was also able to give grit and to give um, rap realness. I was able to really uh, push myself to try different things, stuff that I would have never done before just because I was too scared or too nervous or just too unsure if it was going to be able to be received well. But I'm happy that I was able to tap into that and comfortable enough to do that. And so, like I said, I feel like this project is kind of like ending a chapter in my life as far as musically, but it's also opening up something new. And I, I know for sure that it's definitely made me more confident with my music. So you guys definitely will be hearing a lot more of me. A lot more of me. Um, as far as my week, you know, I took a week off, like I said before. So my week has been pretty cool. I took some time the other day just because... Like I said, I've been ripping and running so much with this project that I just needed a day to just sit and relax and not even think about the project, not think about food, not think about my look, the songs, nothing. Just be able to sit and digress. And so I sat and I watched um, Friends with Benefits because one thing about me is I'm a rom-com kind of girl. I love watching romantic comedies. And so I sat and I watched Friends of Benefits. It's one of my favorites and my go-to because not only is it the love story super nice and just heartfelt, it's very funny. They're both, Justin Timberlake and Mila, I can't pronounce her name really, but they're both funny on the show and, I mean, on the movie. And the storyline is very relatable. Like, there's a lot of couples or a lot of people today in the, you know, quote-unquote situationship where you agree to just keep it cool, you know, no strings attached, we're just friends, and this is just a sexual relationship, or, um, you know, what? and people normally agree to that at the beginning, and then as time progresses, you know, of course, you spend a lot of time, I think that when you get into a relationship with someone, or that type of relationship, where Everybody, both parties are kind of letting it out and being honest and direct up front with saying, you know, I don't want a relationship right now. I just want to, this is just what I want. I want someone that I can hang out with, someone I can sleep with, mess around with, and there's no strings attached. There's no emotion attached to it. We were just, I just want to be able to be myself, um, you know, and not get attached to anyone. I think that those kind of relationships are a bit dangerous because they lead into something more. Because when you start off being so direct at the beginning on what your intentions are with the relationship, it it makes people kind of, it let it makes people kind of let their guard down a bit because they said what it was, and the other person agreed, which means we shouldn't have an issue moving forward as far as you know people catching feelings or wanting more because we already established what the rules are in this relationship. I hate saying rules, but we already established what the rules are. So people are a little more honest. People are a little more, um, they're a little more honest and they're a little more themselves. You know, they're less guarded. 
when you when you start off relationships like that. And those tend to last a bit longer. I think that when you when you say things up front like that, it kind of you, you kind of release yourself of the responsibility of having to consider someone else's feelings because you let them know that this is not what this is. So the other person is in full responsibility of how they feel because they are already given the rules at the beginning that this this can't happen. So if you happen to fall in love or you happen to catch feelings, understand and remember that you agreed to being able to go into this situation knowing what the outcome would be. Also, those kind of relationships just hit a brick wall. You know, it's like you're going nowhere fast. And with those relationships, like I said, because you're able to be yourself and let your guard down because you set the tone and set the, the rules at the beginning, it's easy to get really close to someone because you're doing it freely. Because you're most of the time when you're dealing with somebody and you haven't set the tone on what the what the intentions are, and if you're you're actually in a space where you don't want a relationship but you don't communicate that with someone, you're a little bit restricted because you don't want to tell this person that's not, that's not what you want, but you also want to be able to have them around. So you don't want to scare them off, but you don't want them to get too close. So you're like you spend so much time playing a game like playing this back and forth game where. You give in and pull back, give in and pull back. And it's confusing to them and it leaves, it's, it's more work for you. And it's just, it's just not fun. So when you're able to actually be upfront and direct from the beginning on what the intentions are, you feel like a weight is lifted. Like, oh, I could now, I can kind of just do my own thing and be how I want to be because this person understands that this is not going anywhere. But those relationships, like I said, because you're able to be yourself, it's like you're getting, all you're doing is getting closer and closer to someone just for it to end at a brick wall, just for it to just end. Like it's going nowhere. So at the end of the day, you're just hitting a brick wall. And so you just ask yourself, are you willing to sit there and waste your time? Or do you sit and constantly stay in that situation with the hopes that somebody would, you know, the other person would change their mind a bit? Or... Do you not even know? Like, at first, you agree to it because that's not what you want. And then what happens with when that's what you do want? Do you have that conversation of letting that person go and tell them, like, hey, I actually don't want to do this anymore. I actually want something a little more concrete, a little more stable, and I actually want to try this whole relationship thing. And do you respect the fact that they don't and you walk away? Because either way, there's some type of pain there. There's, you're going to feel something. If you if you go about it the same way that did it on Friends with Benefits, where it just kind of gets deeper and deeper, the friendship grows stronger and stronger, and it's a little bit confusing because there's a friendship there for sure, but there's also some type of feeling there, and there's also this other layer that you can't even tap into. And that you can't even bring up in conversation because of the rules set at the beginning. So it's just a tricky thing. But rom-coms, that's kind of like that where these are relationships that shouldn't happen or shouldn't be. They just kind of are. And they just kind of develop into something. I like those. Like the complicated love stories. I don't really like the conventional love stories. But the complicated love stories, we are, we're all kind of looking like, ugh. They're not supposed to. They're not supposed to. And then all of a sudden it flips and you're like, can they please just 
do it? Like, can they please just get together? Because it doesn't make sense otherwise. I love shows like that. That's even like um, when I watched the show The Office. It's the same kind of thing. You know, Pam's engaged. She's engaged um, to her guy. And she's, you know, been, been engaged with him for some time. She's been in this relationship for a long time. And she meets Jim. And Jim's at work. And they're completely compatible. It's just that she's in a relationship. Not only is she in a relationship, she's engaged. So it's a little step further than just kicking it and being in a relationship. She's engaged with the person. She's committed to spending the rest of she's committed to the idea of spending the rest of her life with this guy. And then in comes Jim, who just shakes it all up. And so at first we're just like, Ugh, this is tricky. But then very quick, you're like, yo, it makes perfect sense for her and Jim to be together. Like, why is she engaged? So I love I love love stories like that because I don't know if I need help or if I need therapy, but <laughs> I love love stories that are like that. But yeah, that's why we got watched um, Friends and Benefits. And it's surprising to me how many people haven't seen that movie. But if you haven't, go and check that out. Another one of my favorites is 27 Dresses and The Wedding Planner, like movies like that. That was a much needed time because, you know, this week I've been having... Every time it gets closer to my birthday, um, I start feeling a wave of emotions, different kind of emotions. And ironic, I always have uncomfortable conversations with quite a few people on the time of my birthday. Every single year, there's always a cloud that covers my birthday right before the day, sometimes even on my birthday. I and this week, I've been having a lot of difficult conversations with um, people that are really close to me. And it's been making me feel very, you know, uncomfortable. Because for me, I just feel like, all my people, I want you to represent yourself in the world the best way. But with me, I allow people to be human, to make mistakes, to not have it all together, to um, be corrected. You know, and I also, you know, I I want to be able to feel comfortable to be human, to, like I said, make mistakes. And, you know, I want to be able to have room to be able to grow. I don't want to be enamored or put on this pedestal around the people that are closest to me. And I don't want to have to walk around feeling like in a world that is so critical of who I am and how I present myself. That I'm, I have to always be on 10. I don't want to be able to go into my a, a space that I, I should feel safe and feel like I have to be perfect and have it all together all the time. I hate that feeling. And the last few days, I've been having these conversations with people who are close to me who that's what I, I, that's the energy I'm feeling. I feel like that's what is expected of me. I, if I say the wrong thing, I'm being criticized. If I do the wrong thing, I'm being criticized. And it's just, it's exhausting that. I go out in the world and I'm trying to be a better person and represent myself in the best way. And then when I want to come home, it's like when you want to come home and just take it all off. I can't even do that because where I should feel safe, I don't. And I feel like I have to have this whole thing. I have to be all together all the time. And I'm not saying that to practice bad habits. No, but I'm saying that if you care and the people that are around me and care about me, like 
allow me room to grow. And in a moment where you may feel like I dropped the ball or if you feel like I have been slacking in any way or I did something wrong, then in privacy, one-on-one, that is the time to correct me. That's not the time to also shun me and criticize me for messing up or something. It's the time to correct it. So that when I go out there in the road, I'm not this way. But now I feel like I have these conversations with people and then all of a sudden I just want to detach from everyone. And if I don't feel, if I don't feel like I could be safe around my friends and the people that are closest to me, then I could, I could just do this by myself then. Like I could just disappear and stop talking to everybody and just be by myself and be in my own world and do it that way. But that's not fair and that's not fun to me. So I just feel like during this time, I really learned that it's just important that I just be me unapologetically and as authentic as possible. Like, just be me. Do the things that I want to do. Love the things that I love. And take some time. Like, some of the stuff that I'm doing right now, I actually sat down and was like, do I even want to? Does this excite me? Does it motivate me? Do I, do I enjoy this? I don't. So why am I doing this? And, but it's so crazy because there's been things that you've been doing for years or for months or just for a long period of time that when you stop and pause for a minute, you realize you don't even like doing this thing. This was something that you did to please someone else or to, you know, for somebody else or to fit whatever idea they had in, in their heads about who you are as a person to, you know, to conform to that person. That's, that's why you did this thing. And now... It's years later and you've wasted your time doing something that you don't want to do. And that's, I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I feel like I spent a lot of time, and I'm not going to lie, I'll admit it. I spent a lot of time, you know, people pleasing and trying to be a good person to everyone and trying to be a good friend to everyone and trying to go above and beyond for the people that I care about. And when I sat back and realized everybody else was moving at their own pace. Everybody else is doing exactly what they want to do. Nobody is going out of their way to do anything for me that they don't want to do. Everybody is doing what they want. And so in my space, the only person that's, that's not doing that is me. And so the only person left feeling exhausted is me, feeling hurt or feeling misused, you know, misused or mishandled is me because I did that. I, I allowed myself... To give this person so much access and when I could have just said no, there's so there's so much power and just saying no. It doesn't mean I'm being mean. Doesn't mean you're being inconsiderate. It just means that you're setting boundaries. No. So right now I'm in a space of just one. Is this something that I want? I'm asking myself, is this something that I want to do? No, then I'm not doing it. Do I care enough about this to do it? Does it make me happy? Does it benefit me in any way? No, no, no. So then, no, I don't want to do it. And I don't feel, and I'm starting to not feel bad about it. Because before I didn't want to say no because I felt like I was letting someone down. Or I was, um, my communication was kind of lacking because I didn't want to say anything that someone didn't want to hear because I was constantly trying to consider someone else's feelings. And I realized, no. The answer is just no. There's no malice behind it. 
not trying to be beef. It's just no. And why? Because I don't want to. And I don't need to explain myself. The answer is just no. So I've been doing a lot of reflecting. Like I know last the last podcast I talked about your circle, the people around you. But this is just about me, you know, about yourself, you, just you. Like being you, doing the things that you love, doing the things that make you feel happy or that bring you joy, that's what you should be doing. Not what other people want you to do. Not conforming to what they think you are of doing exactly what you want to do. Saying no, setting your boundaries, listening to yourself, listening to the room and paying attention to different energies, listening to your body and how you feel when you're around certain people or when you're asked to do certain things or the stuff that you're already doing. Like Think about your life and think about the things that you're actually doing because you want to or the things that you're doing because someone else wants you to do it. And you actually don't care about it at all. So take some time and reflect on yourself. Because that's what I'm doing. It's reflecting on myself and how I feel when I'm doing anything. Even with this music, you know. There was a time and a part of me that I felt like, you know, am I doing this because I want to? Or am I doing this because I started and now this is what people expect? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that's not true. I love this. I love this. I love being able to put together words. And there's no way that God gave me this talent and the talent to be able to put songs together and put words together if I wasn't supposed to use it. So I don't know what my full purpose is, but I know that this is part of it. And so I'm just going to try everything until I get to what it is. And I will. But I just follow my heart. And hope it leads me to exactly where it needs to. Follow my heart and listen. Listen to to God when he speaks. Because he does. He does speak. So yes, as far as this episode, I hope that you got that one. My project drops on June 15th, The Safe Space. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you listen. Um, and make sure you actually give me feedback. You can comment on my the next show. I'm going to definitely do a whole review on the night. Um, next week, because it is this, tu- you know, next Tuesday coming up. So I'm going to do a whole review. So you guys can check that out and I'll tell you how it went. I'm also going to be posting pictures of the night and posting pictures of myself on June 15th because it's still my B-Day. So check that out. But also go listen to the project and tell me what you think. Hit me up on my Instagram, DM me or comment on the next episode. And let me know what you think about the project. Also, be you. Dog, fuck them people. Whatever they say, just be you. A lot of times, people are going to talk to you because people are going to say things to you that only reflect how they feel about themselves, what they want from themselves, or they're just projecting what they feel like they should be doing onto you. And that is not your responsibility. And find people that make you feel safe enough to be human, to let your guard down, to make mistakes. And, you know, people who who correct you instead of bash you. People who try to help you instead of trying to mold you into whatever they want you to be, but just try to enhance who you are, who you really are, and pull out the best in you. Not 
project what they feel like you should be, but actually pulling out the best in you. People who pay attention to the person that you are and only want to enhance that and not take away or change that. Love on yourself. Take time to just breathe. Question everything. Question it. Why? How do I feel about this? How do I feel about this person? Question those things to make sure that you are actually doing stuff that you actually want to do and you're not um, living your life for somebody else. Question things. Make you get closer and more in tune with who you are. The things that make your soul sing. The things that make you smile ear to ear. Be around the people that make you smile. Be around the people that make you feel seen and heard for exactly who you are. Be around those people because... That's what makes life worth living. It's, you know, being happy and fulfilling whatever it is that you want. Spend some time to pray and meditate and be centered with the creator. Whether you call him God or whatever you call like get get acquainted and build that relationship. Talk to somebody. I was just talking to one of my girlfriends this weekend about you know, talking to a therapist or something. Like, sometimes, some people thrive off meditation and being, with, you know, in tune with themselves and figuring it out. Some people need to talk it out. So find what works for you and do that. But also make sure that you are just being yourself at all times. And make sure, this is a, the most important thing, make sure that on June 15th, <laughs> You go and listen to and download the safe space. Thank y'all for listening to this episode. Thank y'all for coming back. I hope the week didn't hurt me too much. Um, but I definitely just needed some more me time, some time to myself, some time to just be able to focus on this project. So um, bear with me. But I'm back and we're back to regular scheduled programming. Thank you so much. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a comment below. Make sure you rate this. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at j.llla. Um, make sure you listen to the Safe Space and download it on June 15th. And make sure you leave a comment next week or come back and tune in next week to hear how the event went. Thank you. One for my money, two for my woes in. Three for them people who let us up in the dough. Cause if we got a quarter scene, I promise we'll put on the show. They think they've had enough, we turn around and give them up.